3: Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co host is the tantalizing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's The Bob Burns Show with special guests, Spike Jones and his city slickers. From 1942. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics, and I'll try to name the song while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Right, Carl. So
4: you haven't been doing too well oh, in this last
3: while. I have been while. horrible. So
4: I dumbed it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. And I made it a lot easier. Dumb it easier. way down. I did. I went way down. I did brought you? my standards way down. Wow. You will know all three of these. I'm going to give you a little sure. pat Mike, on the back tonight. Sure, Mike. What do you tonight.
3: think? You should get all three of these. Yes. I agree. All right. So we'll
4: uh, make it Gosh. a little bit easier tonight. Nice. But this is a one-week reprieve. Okay. Okay, next week we're going to go back to I'm getting all three? Regular. Yes. Okay, good. Okay? All right. I just want you to feel good should about it. a a yourself, Carl. You won't need it. Okay. I think you're good on your own today. Mm-hmm. Okay. hmm taking one anyway. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Won't you come see about me? I'll be a long Won't dancing. You Won't you know it, come baby. see
3: about me? Tell
4: me your troubles and doubts. Wait, Good wait, in. what
3: does it start with? What letter? D. Oh, D. No, just D. <laughs> don't you forget about me? Yes. How did I know that? I know. Won't, Won't you, you come see about me? me. I knew it was Breakfast Club when you used its first Breakfast line from the
0: 1985. Set
3: it. You know it, tell me your troubles, tell uh, given Is a culture set. club?
0: This is simple Minds. Oh,
3: Simple Minds, yeah. Yeah, what a movie, huh? What a movie. Gosh. Right? I mean, it pretty much all takes place in just one room. Right. You know, the cafeteria yep. or whatever there right. was, the yep. library or wherever I, they were. I think the wasn't it like a, it was like study hall, but it was, well, it I think was, the hall, I think were... was the library. it was a library. It wasn't the library. It was library. detention in, in yeah. the library. Library. It was the library? Yeah. They were in a library. Yeah.
4: Well, what a great
3: movie. I haven't seen it in a while, yeah, but a while. great movie. Okay. All right. Got one.
4: So far so good. I got You'll get one. them all. You'll get them all. Okay. I'm doing this for you. You're all welcome. Right.
3: Thanks for dumbing <laughs> it down for a dummy.
4: <laughs> Just a small town girl. Just a small town girl. That's well, all you should need. It's a small town. Do you want more?
3: It's uh. This is um. It's all you a need.
4: Small town girl.
3: That's um. Ah, keep going. Living in a lonely world. That's Steve Perry. Living in a lonely world. She took the midnight. She took the, train train the midnight going train, going train. Going anywhere?
4: Should I keep going? Yeah. Just a city boy. Just a city. Si- what does it start with? D. Just For a, dumb. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm just just kidding. a what? City boy. City boy. Born and raised in born South Detroit. Born and raised in
3: South Detroit. He took the
4: midnight, train, took the going midnight train
3: going anywhere. He took the midnight
4: train anywhere. You're not there yet?
3: Give me the line going up to the title. Um, yeah.
4: I'm looking. It goes, on. Strangers Waiting. Strangers Wait, waiting, up and down the boulevard. Up and down the boulevard. Their shadows, shadows, searching in the searching night, searching in the night. Street lights, street lights, people. people, still living just to find living emotion, just to find emotion, hiding. Somewhere Are you going to give me the, the line night.
3: before the title or what? It keeps
4: just going. Just give
3: me the line before the title. Uh,
4: okay. Whoa, the movie never ends. It goes on and, and, on, on, and on. on and on and on
3: dreamin dreamers
4: i like dreamer but no that's a different song um oh come on some will win some, some will, lose. will lose some are born some to are sing born the blues sing the blues oh the movie never ends and it goes on, on, and and on and on and on
3: and on i i can't think of it i think i think of the the name um dreamer
4: Dream- I like dreamers. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you want me to play it? I don't know. Really. All right.
0: Uh,
3: you know this song?
0: Just know? A small That's
3: Steve Perry, right? It's Journey. Yeah, Journey. In a lonely, lonely world. He sings better than me.
0: Ah, you're
4: getting better nah, every think, week. You're I'm going to give it to better.
3: He's 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 better than me. I can I can I can take it.
4: It's a little I mean, bit until we get to the chorus. There are some people here. better than me. Yeah, said. Just, a, just a few though. He's these better. Just a few, not too many. He took the it's away. a while to be actually get to the chorus.
3: It's all right. Such a good song. It's a
4: great. It's really an anthem.
3: Um, what's the name of the song? <laughs> A singer in a smoke a room. I smell wine and cheap perfume. For a small. smile,
0: they can share
4: for a small smile for a smile. For a small smile. So it's don't stop believing.
3: Oh Why
4: are you shaking your head? I-
3: I should have known it. Yeah. All right, I missed that one. All right.
4: Well, you'll get the last. Uh Okay. Ready? I should
3: have took that privilege see.
4: Well, you did take it. (laughs) Okay. It's really. Okay. Oh, you can dance. You can jive.
3: Oh, you can dance. Oh, you can jive.
4: Having the time of your life.
3: Having the time of your life. Oh,
4: see that girl. Watch the scene.
3: Watch the scene.
4: Friday night and the lights are low.
3: Friday nights and the lights are low.
4: Looking out for a place to go. You don't know it? Not yet. Where they play the right music. Getting in the swing. You come to look for a king. Anybody could be that guy. Night is young and the music's high. With a bit of rock music, everything is fine. You're in the mood for a dance. And when st- you get the dance,
3: I want to start doing these, and then you got
4: to guess. <laughs> these are not easy. And when you get the dance, yeah. And when you get the chance, yeah. Or, and you're in the mood for a dance. And when you get the chance, mm. I've already gotten to the chorus twice. Well, I don't know. Mm. Feel the beat from the tambourine. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, but you, you're not doing dance. it like the song. Yes, Do it like I am. Do like feel song. the
4: beat from the tambourine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. I don't know. You can dance, you can jive.
3: You can dance, you can jive.
4: Having the time of your life. Ah, I can't think of it.
3: It's See that really, girl. It's not really. Watch that scene. Watch that scene. <laughs> right? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I don't know it. Mike, we were wrong. I don't know it. All
4: right, let's listen.
3: Dumb it down more. For I'll try. <laughs> Dancing queen, <laughs> dancing queen. This is dancing your era. Queen. This is
4: Ava dancing queen. You can dance, you can talk. This is exactly how I said it. Lie, lie. Ooh, see that, that girl. girl. Watch, Watch that scene. scene. Dancing
3: queen. Yeah, dancing. Queen. Yeah. Wow. This is
4: disco, man. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I just don't know the words.
3: <laughs> I got one out of three. That's it. Oh, man. I Wow. Stink. I thought
4: I made it really easy. I'm going to go easier next week. I stink. Week. I'm going to help you out next I'm week. I'm so
3: bad at <laughs> I'm this I'm going to make game. it better for you. Can we change this game? Do you want to? I don't know.
4: You hate changing the game.
3: I want you to try to guess. Do you? Want me to do it next no. time? No. All
4: right. You don't like doing it. You like receiving All right. Well, we, have a, uh,
3: we actually have a Christmas episode coming wow. up. Yeah. Bob Burns Show from December 23rd of 1942. So it's a Christmas motif with uh, Spike Jones. (laughs) So stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages.
1: Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood
0: 360. Ah! a don't miss fight! Where are you, yo old bat?
3: <laughs> Where are you, yo old bat? I love the sound effects. Ah. Uh nobody is... Really, uh, the way they're melded in with the music and his personality. Well, and that's why he was so popular. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these great records that he had. We're talking about Spike Jones, of course, and this is our salute to Spike Jones. And uh, Spike was a guest, along with the City Slickers, guest on the Bob Burns Show. I don't think we've ever aired a Bob Burns Show before. This is a Christmas show, December 23rd, 1942, so... Basically, Christmas in July.
4: All right. Um,
3: Bob observes that people are being sensible about observing Christmas, and Spike sings jingle bells on this. It's going to be fun. Let's tune this in. Here's part one of the Bob Burns Show. From Hollywood, California, one great
1: hour of entertainment, two great shows Bob Burns, the Arkansas traveler, and Lionel Barrymore, the mayor of the town. First, down in
3: Arkansas, down in Arkansas,
6: down in Arkansas They hang their stockings up so neat, but Uncle Fudd has got that beat He stands his socks up on their feet Down in
3: Arkansas
1: Wednesday night and Lifeboy presents the Bob Byrne Show Bringing you latest news of those kinfolk in Van Buren More doings of the Arkansas traveler Spike Jones and his city slickers. Now, here he is himself, Bob Burns.
6: Well, I see that, that people are getting sensible about Christmas. Now, you take Spike Jones and his boys. Now, they didn't go out. They, they gave me the, the finest present. Uh, they didn't go out and, uh, and just each one get some little knick-knack and give it to me. They all put the money in together to get me something nice. And I just want to tell you boys, Spike, that, that, that I appreciate that present you gave me. And I appreciate all the feeling and sentiment and the box tops that went into it. <laughs> it's it, Sure enough, it's just what I wanted. I always did want one of them little glass pickle dishes.
0: <laughs>
6: I, I was going to get you boys something for Christmas and I went downtown shopping, but I tell you, I just didn't feel like getting in there and, and, and fighting all them women. It was shopping. I'm telling you, it's bad. I I saw one poor man there that uh, the women had knocked him down. I don't know how long he'd been laying there. <laughs> they, they had already painted a white stripe down his back to separate the east and west traffic, <laughs> and he tried to get up, and, and the women knocked him down again, and I went over to him. I said, brother, here, I'll uh, I'll give you a hand. I'll help you up. He says, no, it ain't no good. The women will just knock me down again. And I says, well, you won't get through with your Christmas shopping in time to get home for Christmas. He says, what do you mean Christmas shopping? I'm still trying to get home from last dollar day. (laughs) You know, that one poor fellow, he got in an elevator with them women and the only man in the elevator and uh he had on a pair of spectacles and by the time he reached the second floor all he had left was a glassy stair <laughs> and, you know i then i just didn't shop at all i didn't go out and buy anything i made all the presents for my family right out in my own workshop i made my children some little wagons with wooden wheels and some little wo- uh, windmills and uh I made my wife something that I thought was awful useful. I made her a new washboard with a built-in radio. <laughs> That's right. I thought it would just take a lot of, lot of the weight off of her labor if, uh, you know, make it better for her. If she can be out there, and while she's washing out my heavy underwear... She can be listening to Spike Jones sing Der Fuhrer's Face, <laughs> but, but now then, you know nothing. Nothing in the world makes work easier than having beautiful music to inspire you. And uh, you have no idea how Spike Jones and his City Slickers lighten my burden here on this show, while I'm working my fingers to the elbow. <laughs> uh, tonight, Spike's contribution is going to be a well. It's going to be a little different. It's going to be a Christmasy little novelty. And it's going to be played entirely with toy instruments. From here, I can see a mama doll and a papa doll and a kid's tricycle. Well, all kinds of toys. I can't wait to hear what kind of music the boys are going to get out of them. Hurry up, Spike. (laughs)
1: The snow in a one horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way bells on bobtail ring making spirits bright what fun
7: it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight oh jingle bell jingle bell jingle
1: all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh oh jingle bell jingle bell jingle all the way
0: oh what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh
7: It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not a one. Whoa, Comet, whoa, Cupid, whoa, Dunder and Blitzen.
1: I gotta straighten out this fireplace one of these days.
6: the first king-sized spirit a New Year ever saw in my life.
0: <laughs>
6: well, I want to thank you, boys, just for doing such a swell job on that number. I'm going to have Dick Lane tell you... Ya- Nice little story about the night before Christmas. You mean uh, it was the night before
1: Christmas and all through the house? Yeah, that's the story I mean, Dick. Well, you see, it was so quiet around the house of the night that the kids would hear a pin drop. You would even hear somebody. They whispered "Bo," but the kids all hung up the stockings and got to bed. they were dreaming about all kinds of toys. And their mother got to bed and they were dressing themselves after a nice bath. That's a proper treatment if you're going to have "Bo." You see? Now all of a sudden there was a big clatter and I looked down the lawn. Daddy would look down the window and through the such. There was a of little tiny little sleigh, reindeer. Not one of them named "Bo." No, sir. There were Dasher and Brander and Prancer and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Dunder and Blitzen and flew up and, and zoom up to the top of the chimney and suddenly, because, down the chimney. Was a a nice cake of life boy soap never in the house there wouldn't be any you. with a wink of his eye and a twist of his head he started filling up the kitty stock and he looked around. and he was "Merry Christmas, Ray!" and he flew up in the chimney again and I was clambering through his lane he said happy Christmas to all well, and then, happy Christmas well, and, then, and the next morning everybody took a life boy bath and that's the end of my story <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's uh, that's fine, Dick, but I'm sorry. Uh, You know, I didn't quite catch what you said in the third line from the beginning. Well, you uh,
1: you mean about all the people who go through life not even knowing they offend with... That's it, that's it. I remember now. Well, you see, Christmas time isn't such a bad time after all to remind people of the old maxim of doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's certainly a sign of being considerate when you're careful and take a daily life
6: boy oh, bath. Oh, yes, I remember you saying something about a daily life boy bath. It, it all comes back to me well, now. Well, of course, some people like to take that life boy bath at night, others in the morning. It all depends on
1: your point of view. However, in the story of that uh, you remember that with uh, the night Christmas, also, the, 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 the sound of a life boy shower being taken in the bathroom, that was because in a merry season like this, nobody wants to be guilty of anything so dismal as. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> Now, oh, let's all get down to the newspaper office where the Arkansas Traveler and all the gang are just winding up their office Christmas party.
2: Well, I guess the party's all over. I guess it is, Dewey.
6: Yep, party's over. And yeah, now comes the cleaning up. That's the trouble with parties. You
2: oh, order. let's wait till tomorrow to clean up.
6: By golly, Pat's got sleigh bells on that car He's a car, David Yeah, a regular life of the party Well, come on, Julie, help me find a broom
2: Those sleigh bells sound like Santa Claus
6: Sounds like Santa's reindeer missing on a cylinder, though Hey, Dewey, did you put this white stuff all over the floor?
2: Oh, that's artificial snow for atmosphere
6: Well, next
7: time get some atmosphere that's easier to sweep up
6: Still snowing out, been snowing all day, too Guess we'll have a white Christmas, all right.
8: Well, don't they have snow for Christmas everywhere?
6: Oh, no, do we? Out in California, for instance, sometimes they have rain.
3: <laughs> all right, that's the first portion of the Bob Burns Show. A little different kind of comedy. You know, you're going back to 1942. So um, that's the thing with these radio shows. The comedies sometimes don't you know, make the transition to such, uh, you know, way, way later. But um, do you recognize the little kid, the kid playing oh, Dewey there? Should I? Walter Tetley. Oh. What was he in? Walter Tetley. He played a little boy on a very, very popular series. Yeah. He you was know, Julius know. something or well, something? Well, he was a- Julius a- Abruzio a- a- on a- Phil a- Harris and Alice yeah. Fay, but he was on an even more popular series. Do You know what it is? The Great oh, Gildersleeve. Oh, it was Leroy. I, yeah, Leroy, yeah.
4: coming, on. Yeah, it's such a different thing. I guess yeah. he didn't know what was coming yet.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, back well, actually, he was on Gildersleeve because Gildersleeve started in forty-one. Oh, wow! So he was on uh, Gildersleeve at this time. He was on both shows. Wow. All right, we're uh, we're saluting the great Spike Jones, and he's a guest on this episode. We'll get back to it in a moment.
0: i
1: Now
3: back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. This definitely is the best in classic radio, Lisa.
4: I think so, too, Carl, without a doubt.
3: You know, I mean, there was Adam West saying that.
4: Right. It must be true.
3: Yeah. I mean, and Batman doesn't it. lie.
4: And you say it. so Well, You know.
3: but Batman doesn't lie.
4: No, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's paid enough.
3: I'm Robin, <laughs> and he's Batman, okay. and you're like Batgirl. And then Mike would be what? Um, the Riddler. What <laughs> would you be, Mike? Alfred? Maybe. Yeah, you're... that's who I would. Alfred. Be. Yeah, because we're all good guys. Or I could be the wizard, or not the wizard, but the man behind the curtain on Wizard of Oz. No, but we're talking about Batman
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> we lost our plot here. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. So uh, that was Adam West. He's Batman. I'm Robin. Lisa's Batgirl. So you'd be Alfred. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct, boy blunder. Uh, remember the Batman show? Man, as a yeah. kid, I remember rushing home to watch Batman. You know, just like, oh man, it's Tuesday. I think that it was on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay,
4: what time was it on?
3: Um, well, I'd get out of school. I think around three. Oh, three or so. so. I think it was on like it. Maybe it was on later. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, anyway. Those were the days. Yes. We're listening to the Bob Burns show, a Christmas show from December 23rd, 1942, with Spike Jones and his City Slickers as guests. Here's the conclusion.
2: Rain for Christmas?
3: Yep. One year out there,
6: I remember they had so much rain that Santa Claus couldn't use his reindeer and sled at all. He showed up with four seals and a surfboard. <laughs>
0: Oh,
6: boy. <laughs> Dang it, Dewey, lift your feet up so I can sweep under them. Yeah, Doy, and help Julie with all that cellophane and wrappings and stuff. Oh,
2: I'll carry it out for you, Jolie. I will see you on the
6: oh. I guess I better get busy myself. No,
2: no, Traveler, you've done enough for today. Well, you not only got the paper out, but you had all that extra work carrying baskets and toys over to the poor side of town. And... Oh,
6: hold on now, don't start buttering me up. It, it's the folks that came through with money for our Christmas fund that really delivered those things.
2: Well, your editorial brought in the money. Oh, look, look, Traveler. Look at those enormous snowflakes flying against the window. Oh, gee, aren't they beautiful?
0: Mm-hmm.
6: No two flakes alike, but every one a masterpiece that no man could duplicate. Say, look out there. Somebody's walking through all that snow.
2: It's so dark. Why, it's old Harvey Thomas, the postman.
6: Yep, delivering his last load of cards and packages, I guess.
2: Mm, He's heading this way. Traveler, do you think he has something for us?
6: Can't tell. Harvey zigzags all up and down the street. Say, did you ever stop to wonder how many miles a postman walks in his lifetime?
2: He is coming in here.
6: Yep. Julie, go see if there's any hot coffee left from the party.
2: (laughs) That's a good idea.
6: (sighs) Well, good evening, Harvey. You're working late tonight, ain't you? Uh, uh, good evening. Good evening to you. Uh, late? Well, yes. You got to get mail to the folks it's meant for, though. My goodness, yes. Especially this time of year. Well, let's see. I got a letter for you somewhere here. Uh, take off both your mittens, Harvey, and warm your hands a minute. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Now, let's see. Yep. Now here it is. Christmas card for you, I guess, or a letter. Maybe it'd be a letter from someone of your family, huh? No, no, I haven't got any family, Harvey. Uh, Man ought to have a family, especially around this time of year. You got a family, Harvey? Well, not a big family. Just me and my boy. Boy has been away some years now, though. He went to college, you know. No, I didn't know that. Oh, my, yes. He worked his way some, and I helped out some, and he was doing fine till the war come along. Enlisted, did he? Oh, yes. Don't know where he is right now, but I guess he's doing well. Wherever they put him, he's a fine boy. Don't put on your mittens again yet, Harvey. Julie's bringing some hot coffee, I think. Oh, I say, now that'd be fine. It's mighty cozy in here. My, 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 ain't that a pretty tree you got there Oh yeah, we had kind of a Christmas party for the staff here I always did like to see a Christmas tree all lit and sparkly like that I see quite a lot of them around town Setting in folks' windows when I deliver mail You only see them from the outside looking in, huh? <laughs> well, yes We used to have one our own selves, of course When Mrs. Thomas was alive and the boy was with us my, we had fine times, I can tell you.
2: Traveler, I'm so sorry, but there isn't any coffee left at all. Well,
6: uh, think nothing of it, Miss Julie. Time I
2: was getting back in we though. Snowy weather like this slows me up some. Mm, golly, I've never seen so much snow. Well,
6: now, the first year I delivered mail, we had a real storm. That was blizzard in 98. Uh, let me take one last look at that tree before I go. Hmm. My, that tree is certainly a pretty thing. Well... <sighs> Good night to you.
2: Good, Good night, night, Harvey. Poor old fellow. Well, what's in that letter he brought, traveler?
6: I was just looking to see. Why, it's a check and a note. Contribution to a Christmas fund that got here too late. Hmm, read this, Julie.
2: This check is for a special case. I wanted to bring a happier Christmas to one of the uh, boys in Uncle Sam's army to find some man in uniform who really needs remembering and to give him a good time. From S. Claus.
6: Well, S. Claus has given us a job to do, Julie. We'll have to get busy. You get on that switchboard. I want to talk to the USO, and I want to speak to Colonel Draper at the Army camp, too.
2: Colonel Draper?
0: No, none of the men
1: here at camp fits your special case traveler. Uncle Sam is taking very good care of us. All the gifts sent from back home got here safely. We have camp shows for the men and a dinner that would knock your eye out. Turkey and all the fixings. No one will have a better Christmas than the men in the armed forces.
2: Mrs. Nesbitt, USO. The men on leave?
8: Why, bless your heart, they're all doing fine.
0: Not only here in our town, but
8: everywhere. The doors of American homes are swinging wide open to welcome the boys in uniform. I wish every mother could know that. Whatever her boy may be tonight, we'll all do our best to see that he finds a home this Christmas day.
6: Talk, it, we got to find some man in uniform who's been overlooked. Well, nobody like that in the hotels, I say, but how?
2: Nobody like that at the railroad station. Nor at the bus depot.
6: Nor at the army camp, nor the USO Hospitality Center. Say.
2: Well, what is Hmm. it, traveler?
6: Look out that window. There's the man we're looking for.
2: Oh, well,
6: right out there, plodding through the snow, as usual.
2: Well, he ain't a soldier.
6: No, but he sure fits our case. If anybody ever needed a Christmas surprise, he does. Now, listen, everybody. So this little room is where he lives, Mrs. Mulvaney.
8: It is that you can see by the look of it, he's not much to spend money on himself. Sends the most of it to that boy of his. That's the lad's picture on that mantelpiece.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Fine-looking boy in that uniform.
8: Ah, it's proud he is of the boy. But lonely, poor soul. Night after night he sits up here, looking through his little album of snapshots. Them that they took when his wife was alive and the kid was at home.
6: I see. This his wife's picture?
8: Yes. And that Christmas card. you see the date on it?
6: I hadn't noticed.
8: It's six years old, that card. She gave it to him the last year they were together. And it's the only one I've ever seen him have. Every year he gets it out all over again. Can you imagine? Him that delivers Christmas things to others every year of the world has none for himself.
6: Well, he's going to have some this year.
8: Oh, here comes the folks you're expecting.
6: Yep, Julie and Chris and Doy. Say, can we have a fire in this grate to take off the chill?
8: I'll fix it myself. Thank you. Come right up this the lot of you. Right. Saints above, look at the bundles,
2: would you? Yes, we certainly raided all the stores. Hey, I
8: got him some slippers.
7: Well, dang it, ain't anybody gonna help me with this dang Christmas tree. Help him, do I? No use bringing this tree all the way from the office if we don't get it into his room.
2: Yeah, well, we'll put the tree in that corner and, and pull his armchair over here by the fireplace. Boy, we're having another Christmas party.
7: Please, Julie, you can't get this through the door by riding it through. Push on it.
2: You go ahead and pull. My end will follow. <laughs>
8: Here's wood for the fire.
7: Don't talk. Push. Send oh,
8: eh? me through with the firewood.
2: I'm portion. Hey, what's that? Send me through.
6: That's the tang tree.
2: Here, let me help.
6: Hurry up, everybody. He'll be here before we're ready. Yeah, hurry,
2: hurry up. up. Hurry, hurry up.
6: Hurry up. Well, I guess we're ready for him.
2: Here comes somebody now. He's coming
8: right on the heels.
6: Well, let him come. Now, quiet, everybody.
8: Quiet! Shh,
6: Shush, dang it. Uh, uh,
8: good evening, Mr. Thomas. You, you've got some company waiting. Company?
6: Why, why bless my soul. Merry Christmas, Harvey. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Harvey. Christmas. Oh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Uh, is that a Christmas tree? That's what it is, and it's yours.
2: And the stuff under it's all for you.
6: For For me?
2: Yes, sir. Now, you come on and sit here by the fire.
6: Yeah, get your shoes off. Yeah,
2: rest your feet.
6: I don't quite understand. Well, you see, Harvey, that last letter you brought tonight was from somebody who wanted to give a Christmas party to some man in uniform.
2: One of Uncle Sam's boys. And you're him.
6: Yep, I guess you're Uncle Sam's oldest boy. You've served your country and us for years. you played Santa Claus every Christmas in all kinds of weather and... So this Christmas party is in your honor. My, 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 I don't know what to say.
2: Uh, here's some presents for you. And here's some more.
6: <laughs> my,
7: my. Well, I got one for you, too. It's something I've had a good many years. It's this meersham pipe. See, it's all carved.
2: Well, what lovely carving. Horse, a dog, and flowers. It's so beautiful.
7: I uh, never smoked it myself. I guess that's what I
6: saved it for. Well, do you want it or not? Oh. Uh, I don't know how to thank you. I always did want a pipe like this and a Christmas tree like that and friends to share Christmas with. Now we're ready for the toast. Glasses, everybody. everybody. This is fine. It's, oh, it's fine. Listen, the bells. They're playing come all ye faithful. That's a fine word, faithful. Yes, sir, it means something.
2: Well, here's to the faithful. To the men overseas who serve faithfully.
6: And to men like Harvey who serve at home faithfully. Here's to all men and women everywhere who serve and wait for the day to come when we'll have peace on earth again, to all men of good will. Well, here's to all of them, and a very, very Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas! Merry Christmas! Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah.
1: Day, Spike Jones came to me and said, Dick, last summer I heard one of the most unusual pieces of music ever put on the air. And sometime I'd like to play it for you and Bob. It's kind of a slumber music, he called it. It's really quite a killer. This seemed hard to believe, so I made sure Spike would play it for you tonight. Even though you'll have to make allowances for the time in your part of the country, or maybe set your watches ahead.
2: This is the hour for your
0: life for Shower.
1: Yes, Spike, you're right on. There's nothing like a lifeboy bath at night. So soothing, so relaxing, so cleansing. And now more than ever, people are getting into the habit of taking a life boy bath every night before retiring. You know, almost before your head hits the pillow, that familiar life boy scent vanishes. Yes, it's still there to tell you how thoroughly Life Boy cleanses, how different it is from other soaps. But now Life Boy scent is a vanishing scent. It does a disappearing act before you're asleep. So remember.
0: Yeah. Take boy
1: shower. Make a life boy bath every night.
0: From head to toe, it stops. So good night, night good.
1: Bob, that was a fine thing the traveler did for the old mailman tonight,
6: but it sure made me lonesome for a white Christmas. Well, I can see how it would, Dick, but you know it—it didn't me. I've been out here in California for some time, and uh, you know I don't—I uh, don't think a white Christmas would do me at my house any good, because uh, I just—I just pray for bright weather. You know that—that that, that, that a, a cold day, a cold Christmas day, or a rainy Christmas. It we would just, we just ruin Christmas for my kids at home. Now, it's all right. A white Christmas is all right for people. It's got, uh, it's got a fireplace in their house, and they can have their Christmas right in the house, but we ain't got no fireplace at my house, and my children have to hang their stockings out on the incinerator. <laughs> and, and, you know, that, that, but I did this year. I've got a Christmas tree out there with all the trimming, And I've got them balls on it and all them pretty ornaments. It's just kind of sentimental in me, I guess, because I never had anything like that when I was a boy. We was the poor. We never had a Christmas tree. The the nearest thing we ever had to a Christmas tree when I was a boy, Papa used to go out and get a tumbleweed and hang a tomato on it. (laughs) I remember the first one down got the tomato. Now, now, you take Luther, my, my cousin Luther Roundtree. That's the little red-headed boy that plays on Spike Jones with Spike Jones City Slickers. The first Christmas tree he ever saw in his life was right out at my house when he came out there the other day. And, you know, before I could stop him, he had picked, peeled, and eaten three ornaments. <laughs> that boy, it's a truth. You know, that boy still believes in Santa Claus. It's a... I did. I knew about it uh, when I was 19 years old. But, but you'd think, now, Luther, now, now then, he's with Spike Jones Orchestra. You'd think one of the boys in the orchestra would have told him. Uh, you know, the other day, we went down to, the, uh, to a department store. I took Luther with me, and I, I wanted to find out what to get him for Christmas, and I thought I'd see if he made over some object, and I'd go back and buy it for him. And they had a Santa Claus in that store... When Luther saw this Santa Claus, a glint come in his eye, he didn't say a word. He walked right up to Santa Claus, and he hauled off and kicked Shanty in the shin. Luther says, that's for last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know that, that I believe, though, that this year, I believe this is the best Christmas that Luther has ever had in his life, because he's working. Uh, Luther, come up here a minute. Uh, sir. I, I I know that you boys in in spite what'd you say? I said ha sir, I Well, that's, I, I thought uh, that's sir. what you said, Luther. I know that you boys in Spike Jones band you're going to be playing at soldiers' camp on Christmas Day, and I understand you've already had your Christmas at home.
7: Harker, uh, it's all over at my
6: house, and it was a wonderful Christmas. But did you give your wife something nice this Christmas?
7: I sure did. I give her a fur coat and six bottles of parsley.
6: Well, uh, Luther, I think that's too much. You overdid it. Now, if you gave your wife a fur coat, you didn't need to give her all that perfume.
7: Oh, yes, I did.
6: You don't know what kind of fur that was.
0: <laughs> well,
6: well, well, now, listen. Was, was Santa Claus good to you this Christmas, Luther? Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, did, I suppose you hung up your stocking.
7: Ah, uh, sir, and I got a can of sardines in it.
6: Well, now, that sardines, that's a rare article. You want to be careful with them sardines or somebody's liable to steal them.
7: No, sir, they won't neither. I brought them with me. I didn't take it out of my sock.
6: Oh, now, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you're going around here wearing that sock with a can of sardines in it? Sure, didn't you notice me limping? Well, Luther, if that can of sardines hurts your foot, why don't you take it out of your sock? Because I ain't hungry yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
6: well, well now then now then I'm going to I'm going to play a, a number that I've been playing every Christmas and and Spike Jones and his boys are going to accompany, accompany me. All right, boys, can you play that Santa Claus that's coming to town? Go ahead, Lucy. <laughs> here, I want to say something to all of you folks. I imagine you've heard this once or twice on the radio you know, during this last week and the last few days, but I honestly mean it when I say that I wish you a Merry Christmas. Now I've got to hurry over and listen to my friend Lionel Barrymore as the mayor of the town. I hope you will too. It's right on this same station if you just stay tuned in. Of course, I want to run over there in person because uh, I got Lionel a little... Uh, Little surprise, a little Christmas gift here. I hope he ain't listening, but I got Lionel a smoking jacket. I'm going to give it to him the minute it stops smoking. (laughs) Well, that's all there for tonight. Good night, folks.
1: Bob Burns will come to you again next Wednesday night at this same time with more about his relatives, more doings of the Arkansas Traveler, and Spike Jones and his city slickers. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.
3: There you go, Bob Burns' show, December 23rd, 1942, a Christmas show. Spike sang, uh, well, his band uh, performed Jingle Bells, and a good show, they're uh, from uh, 1942, Lisa. Going way back. Sponsored by Life Boy Soap and Shaving Cream. I could use a little of that, right? Yes, on. you uh, could. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not arguing. It's with warm you. in the studio. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. And we've been
4: going back to the 1980s. Here's the song.
3: Out of my dreams and into your car, get into my get into car,
4: my car. <laughs> <laughs> your car, my car. This is Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car by Billy Ocean. Oh, yeah, Billy from Ocean album, Tear Down These Walls, hit yeah. number
3: one. Speaking of cars, we almost ran out of gas on the way here. We didn't, I you was just like, we're
4: kind of low.
3: It was saying, fill up, fill up, fill up.
4: Yeah, and we did. We filled it right yeah, up to the tune true. of 100 and some dollars. So.
3: $111. <laughs> Crazy. $111 it cost to fill my tank.
4: But it's worth it that's because insane. we got to drive to the radio station. That is station.
3: insane. Really is. You know that? Insane. It that is. is insane for a car that hole has holes on the floor. I yes, know. Yes, so
4: true. $111
3: to fill my car. I think
4: it's just a gas guzzler at this
3: point. <laughs> gosh. Ah, I need a, I need a Yugo or something like that. A Do they even make those a pacer. anymore? No. All right. More <laughs> of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360
1: after these important messages. And now back to
3: Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. I hope everyone enjoyed our salute to Spike Jones and uh, special thanks to Spike Jones Jr. And also Jordan Young, who were our guests on this program and gave us uh, quite a bit of insight on Spike Jones. And we, um, of course, played quite a few Spike Jones shows and uh, had a lot of fun. Now, next week, great lineup. We have Richard Diamond, private detective, The Lives of Harry Lime, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis Show, Tales of the Texas Rangers, and Gangbusters. From my co-host, Lisa Wolf, my executive producer, Mike Costella, and my crabby brother, Vince Amari. And to you out there, thanks for listening. See you next week.